This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. I've got Eric here with me, riding shotgun in the hobby wagon. Eric, what's up? Well, I, I always enjoy these seatbelts that don't go over the lap it, or over the shoulder. It's always lap seatbelts. And this oh, yeah. classic, classic, classic car. And and it's getting hot out here. So, you know, there it's really it's pretty tough to actually buckle up because you're burning your hands. So, oh, yeah, it's you know, that is what happens in the wonderful July summer heat. But I'm hoping that whatever we pull out from the back today is not equally uh, hot and or burns my hand so let's hope we don't grab any type of metal object so i'm yes. just gonna dig dig back here and reach oh it looks like it's a little little box so we're we're okay that's a shoe box here and here we go this is perfect this is perfect for me it's a shoe box todd full yes. of um video games and not just oh. any old video games it is my classic uh barrage of uh football video games which uh, oh. brings me back to my youth so I see here the very prominent Tecmo Super Bowl for the NES. Oh, yes. Oh, um, yes. I also see uh, a, a, a great Sega Genesis. Uh, I believe it's Quarterback Club. It's kind of ripped up here, but it's the uh, Quarterback Club game. I see a PlayStation 1 uh, uh, Madden. And then, of course, I see a, a slew of Maddens. Uh, throughout the generation. So this is oh, yes. a hodgepodge, whoever decided to organize this and throw it in the hobby wagon. Thank you for keeping it uh, categorized. Um, Kevin, <laughs> if there was a crash bandicoot in here, it would throw everything off. Yes. Um, but we're, yes. it looks to me like to, we're going to talk about video games today and most specifically uh, football video games. So uh, cool. buckle up, literally don't burn yourself. This will be an Eric Hersey centric episode. Cause I imagine Todd, have you ever played a football video game in your life? Uh, so so let me let me bust through the football games that I've played, and this will be really quick. So mm. we're, we're we're gonna start back in the archives because you know I'm old. I remember us having a, a little handheld football game that was like the display was like red LEDs, and it was just like little blips that you had to run from one end of the field. Like the the field was printed on the screen. Uh huh. And and like it only had like an up down left right button. There might have been one that said kick like and when I was, oh, I don't know, six mom and dad had this thing and I, I had no idea what I was doing. It was literally just pushing buttons to watch the little red lights blink and listen to it make, you know, those those tinny electronic yeah. noises. Yeah, that's yeah, all it was. Yeah, I remember there was a selector switch that would let you pick between between college and pro. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what difference that made. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, did I wonder. Um, my College friends would be played, easier, I'm guessing. I, I don't know. Uh, my friends, uh, you know, had Nintendos, etc., and they would enjoy those. And I would sit down and get to the part, you know, those screens where it's like, here are 12 different plays, pick one. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. just pick stuff at random, mm -hmm. and like, you just have my ass handed to me. And well. I think that I think that may have been the last time I even tried. There okay. may have been a PS2. <laughs> there may have been a PS2 sports ball game at one point that the boys tried that I like played like one 
five minute intervals of and it's like, yep, nope, this is stupid. You guys rock on. I'll go do. Yeah, you'll 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 have battles with goblins and and that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, hey, uh, it did spring. It's not in this collection here, but we did actually have a very old Tandy um, computer game called Fourth and Inches, which I remember playing and playing. um, And I didn't understand what that terminology meant, Fourth and Inches. Like, I had no idea. (laughs) But as time goes by, that is the last possible play you could have, meaning you only have to go inches to get a first down. Uh, That still might seem foreign to you, Todd. (laughs) I I have since become slightly more well-versed in football to where I know it's a good bit of the the terminology. Surprisingly enough, while I was in Florida, I was actually a big uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan because, you know, all of my friends were, and if you wanted to have any sort of social life on Sunday, you, that's what happened. You were hanging out watching watching the Buccaneers, and you know, I, I kind of got into it. I kind of figured out what was what. Yeah, um, well, you're an intelligent individual. Just you know, you watching know. enough, you'll be good. So yeah. that was the that was, I think, the first video game that I ever played. But it was once again a very basic. Uh, Todd, my obsession with uh, video games came. Shoot, I borrowed it off of a friend, and it was Tecmo Super Bowl. And that, now Tecmo, we I know we're talking Zelda a couple weeks ago, and it yeah. had the whole saving function. This game yeah. also had the saving function, oh, which was okay. a, was really uh, major. Now there's Tecmo Bowl, which was the first one that came out, and in Tecmo Bowl uh, had maybe 15 teams, or like it didn't have the full NFL, you know, team, uh, okay. and it had you know. I mean, I think Walter Payton, which was a running back uh, for the Bears, which widely known in Bo Jackson, which was just like the 90s hero. He was like, oh, yeah, Michael Jordan of football and baseball at the time uh, he yes. was on there and they were just unstoppable. But I only played that game a handful of times. Tecmo Super Bowl, on the other hand, had all of the teams. And at the time, I like to think the NFL had like 28 teams. OK, right? and uh, and it had like a full season mode. And you could play the, you know, they had the whole games and you could win the Super Bowl. And it wasn't just playing against a friend. You actually had like a franchise mode, so to speak, where you could, you know, go all the way and play 16 games and make it to the Super Bowl. And then they'd have these nice little uh, graphics and music for when you clinch the playoffs or, you know, won the Super Bowl. And it was just a fun time, a fun time altogether. And I recall sitting in school, like dreaming of like cannot wait to get home to play more video games right and i also recall the next day my thumbs it was the first video game that my thumbs actually blistered or like like calloused from playing so much yeah and there are moments in life where you're just like yeah i remember these small like that is a moment i remember like sitting in the in the classroom and like man my thumbs hurt so bad but i need to go play this game uh, and it was uh, quite fantastic. And I think that was kind of started my obsession with even just football in general, because up until that point, I knew very little. You know, I probably had, um, you know, the sports cards, which we've talked about in the past where I've collected and so forth. But this is when you actually start realizing who players are, what positions do, what plays you run. Like, you know, the screen that you were like baffled by and didn't understand. That was a thing of art now where you actually start diagramming and be like, all right, this play works every time. And if I have this team, (laughs) this is the play that, you know, we can do. Uh, For instance, there was a couple, you know, run it. There was a quarterback that was just super fast. He was for the Eagles and his name was Randall Cunningham. And there was like a QB. There was a play where he just basically ran. It was like a fake handoff and he just ran. And if you were going to play a game against a friend and you were going to be that, you could run that play so often because he was so fast. And it was just, it was like the cheat codes. 
And <laughs> before like the internet or anything where you could, you know, find out these things, I discovered most of those on my own. Nice. My, so my favorite. How, how old would you have been at this point? Uh, it was, it was third or fourth grade. It was absolutely. Okay. So do the math there. I'm not really sure what a third or fourth grader is. It's probably like, a, like nine or 10. I'm guessing that sounds yeah. about right. So nine or 10, my obsession with the game came, uh, there was a player that is, you know, and then the cool, one of the cool things about Tecmo Super Bowl is that you could create like your all-star team. There was an all-star game and you can put the players in there that you wanted in the all-star game. So you could make your okay. own custom team to go against people. Um, nice. just like in like a exhibition kind of style, but you could make it like a badass team. And there was a guy named Jerry ball which was, he was what they call a nose tackle. So he is on, he's, he's a defensive player and he is like right over where they snap the ball. So he's, okay. a, he's right off, off from the center. So the center snaps the ball, the quarterback, it's like the, you know, and he's a nose yep. tackle. And I, there was a hack, man, this guy, you, you, if he, they snap the ball at the right time and you use this guy, he could get a quarterback sack nearly every freaking play. If it was a passing nice. play and that I mean, to this day, I don't know. I couldn't pick Jerry Ball a lineup if I saw him in real life. But man, he was a Tecmo Super Bowl <laughs> All Star. I would, I would, I'd probably buy him a coffee to this day if I saw him. Say, you, you know what? You made me an All Star, and I was pretty good at the game, needless to say. So that was that, and that was the regular Nintendo. So that was probably my favorite uh, football game, just in general. Nice. Uh, but th through the years, you know, as tech technology evolved, uh, the Sega came around and the Sega was, I mean, now you could save stuff. So that was kind of not like a big deal anymore. Right. But the cool thing with these video games for the Sega Genesis is for whatever reason, I think the sports games, they were like a little longer than the normal cartridge. And there was like a yellow tab on the side. Have you ever seen those? Like if you ever like if you've been at a vintage or whatever, where you're looking at them. No, and I don't remember because I, I mean, I played a fair bit of Genesis back in the day. I mean, frankly, when it was the Sega Genesis War, I was kind of Team Sega for a good bit mm -hmm. of the time there. Um, but I don't for remember sure. this yellow thing. If it was sports game specific, that would explain yeah. why I don't remember it. Yeah, I'm, and I'm wondering <laughs> why they had it. I don't know if it was like extra memory or for saving or what have you, but I do remember like most of the video games that were sports based were like longer and they had like a yellow tab on the side that was kind of like indented, almost like a handle or like a grip or something. You okay. can Google it one day and just see what it was. But I just sure. recall that we, the first game that I got was like, it was like quarterback club. And I think Brett Favre or some, you may was on the cover and they had like these cool little workout drills. <laughs> like you could, where you would run like camps, you know, or like, they, and yeah, like it was like sub games where you could be the quarterback and like, you would try to throw it through these hoops or, you know, or see how long, how far you could throw it. And it was uh, really, I mean, it was nifty, nifty little game. So, I mean, you played the game like normal, you know, you try to win the Super Bowl and stuff like that. Um, but they changed it. Tecmo Super Bowl was like overhead view, right? So you could okay. see the entire, you could see both sides and it was kind of um, overhead and the teams were like, uh, it was, one was on the right and one was on the left, right? The offense, okay. I think, you know, was on the left and then defense was on the right or so forth. This new game, you actually kind of looked over their shoulders. So you would see the offense in front of you and the defense would be on the other side. Okay. And I think that's kind of how football games evolved because that's essentially how Madden and I think these other ones started playing. So if you play a game put, now. They kind of put you in the game sort of a thing as opposed to yeah. just a top down God view sort of a thing. 
Yeah. So okay. if you're running, if you're running towards the goal now, you're pushing up as opposed to pushing, uh, you know, pushing right or left. Right. Oh, okay. So it, okay. It, it changed it. Uh, slightly so you almost look like you're the quarterback you have a quarterback view of like what you would see if you're going to throw the ball or run the ball as opposed okay. to the old Tecmo was slightly different and I think gotcha. I'm guessing quarterback club was the first time that actually changed like that for me from what right. I remember yeah. uh, so we'll slightly move on because at this point in time Sega was around and I probably played multiple other ones at that point in time but then when the um, I think the the PlayStation came out I think it was the PlayStation original uh, and before Madden, I think there was a battle between Madden and a, and a, and a, a, a game called game day. So you could do either one. Now Madden's been around forever. So do you right. know who John, do you know Madden, the origin I, of how Madden came about? I know. I mean, if you tell me Madden, my brain immediately goes to the video games. That's how, right. that's how pervasive that is. But beyond that, he was a coach of some sort in the, I want to say, 80s, 90s. He was a pretty big name coach. I remember seeing him in like commercials and stuff. He was something yeah. of a personality. But yeah. Why Acton to Acton? He did some type of. That, yes. Game. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I can hear that commercial in my head right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like I can picture him. Um. For whatever and you're not, yes, yeah, you're not, and wrong. I'm not a sports so, guy, so no, that says something about the, the force of his personality and popularity at the time, yeah. So sure. he started, he started as a coach and was a successful coach, I think, won the Super Bowl. Uh, Who coach so for? Uh, you're putting me on the spot. I almost think it's the Raiders, it the Bears, to be quite a, no, I think Raiders. it was the Raiders. Okay, uh, I'm sure he coached maybe for other people, but I think he won the Super yeah. Bowl with the Raiders if memory okay. serves, and I'll probably get harassed for that. As because you I, I, I could be wrong, I don't yeah. know. It's this been a long time, know, but mo listen, modern people that if you're under a certain age, you're not going to know Madden as a coach. Uh, he became very prominent as an announcer, right? So after his coaching oh, okay. career, he became an announcer and that is where he kind of got his um, fame. Uh, okay. Lots of like sound bites, uh, you know, uh, crazy analogies or, or what, what have you. So he was known and most people listen to him. And I mean, I think he was on maybe Fox and he was, you know, every Sunday, an announcer for years upon years. Um, I always found it fascinating. He wouldn't fly. So every time that he, he had um, like an RV or a camper that basically would take him across the country. Oh. <laughs> so oh. he wouldn't fly. Yeah. So I always thought I that was fascinating. That's interesting. Yeah. Yes. So, but needless to say, he got his prominence in, you know, most of us knew him from announcing, but I think the video game came around maybe for the super Nintendo in probably the mid nineties. And he was just like the spokesman for the video game at that time. Yeah. I assume he still was an announcer, but he was known as a good coach. So he, I, I have no idea how he got that, that gig, but Madden, the football game came out and it was just like no different than a Michael Jordan, you know, uh, basketball game or whatever. He was just right. like the spokesperson for it. So Madden came around and there was, when the PlayStation came out, I distinctively remember there was a Madden and there was one called game day. And I don't remember who made what, but I remember I had a game day uh, okay. and my friends had Madden and I didn't care one way or the other, but I got used to playing game day because that's what I had. Right. Uh, I do recall game day was one of the first that I could create my own football player and put mm. them on a team. And I thought that was amazing and super awesome. I also yeah. recall that it was the first that licensed music. So when you scored a touchdown, they would play like stadium music um, in the uh, in the, you know, the background, which. You know, these things are like super prominent now. Like there's music right. on every goddamn video game. But back right. then you're like, holy cow, you know, 
that you can hear and I, I can't remember it was some dumb damn disco song that's uh like celebrate <laughs> or something like that is like the one okay. that just but sticks like, out in my brain but like actual popular recognizable music not just you know generic video game jingles no no it, sort it of was thing. no like, yeah it wasn't midis you know it wasn't okay like, you know you're no we're talking <laughs> yeah. legit songs playing you know okay and the graphics were getting better and better and you know they'd have cut scenes and all this and that so i remember uh playing game day for quite a bit and that's why i have it stacked here in the um in the the book in the the box here but yes. slowly but surely when i found out my buddy brought over madden and I remember playing Madden, but you could create as many players as you want, where I think game day, you could create like three or something like that. Okay. And once I had the ability to create my entire team, so I went through and created my entire friends list and my team was the, all my friends, you know, like nice. it was, so it was uh, completely customizable and I'm like, yep. And I never turned <laughs> back. And I, that was probably you know, 2000. Okay. That's, that's probably healthier than, than my equivalent. Cause you know, you're like, oh yeah, you could make your own make your own player well you know my big jam has always been role-playing games sure where you make your own character and in video games where you do the same um i think there was one time where i made up a, an adventuring party of my friends uh-huh. and it just it just got weird and and slightly not cool when you know you'd go into the dungeon and fight the things and like your entire friend group would get wiped out by the dragon. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah this hey. is, this is, there's something just on a weird psychic level that is not okay with this. So we're going to not do that anymore. Um, whereas I imagine playing football with your friends is probably less, uh, <laughs> less problematic. Probably. Well, so it's funny. It's funny because there were some politics involved, not from my friends. Now, granted, when we started playing, this was high school age. So in high school, in the mid 2000s, basically what you did was play video games and you didn't play online. Oh, you yeah. went to someone's house and you oh, handed right. controllers off. You know, exactly. That was pretty much what 2000 to 2005 was in my life. Madden so, and friends playing video games and very elaborate, you know. Did you, you know, did, did you play at our house? Did you play at your friend's houses? Did it, did it switch back and forth? Like, how did that arrangement work? It was combinations of most of it. Now, since I had the game, for the most part, we'll start in 2000. For the most part, we played at my house. But our house was kind of the hangout point. Right. We were right, right. next to high school. Everybody it came in and out. And mom didn't necessarily care or wasn't there. So it was just like somebody was on the computer. A couple people were in the front room doing what they're doing. People were on the porch. And then there were a couple people playing video games. And you just rotated. It was yeah. honestly, you know, I was never part of a frat house. But I imagine it's kind of like that was. And then oh. we, had a, we had a Nintendo upstairs. So, like, it was just... 10 freaking teenage boys doing whatever they want to do people pulling in pulling out like it was it was insane now and at no given time like sometimes i'd play the video game sometimes i'd sit on the porch you know whatever right uh but in this case um we created you know we ended up play, starting to play seasons so as time evolved uh, I would be the one, I think, grab the games, and then we kind of had, like, core groups, and my buddy and I would play for one team, um, other guys would play as another team, and then you had to take turns for which game was up next, right? Okay. So I, and, and you honestly had owners, and if the person wasn't there, you had the, you'd had two guys, <laughs> so one of them had to be there to play the game. If they weren't there, you had to simulate the game, blah, 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 to the point where you get to the playoffs and see who wins, and then it just kept going rolling over and over. So time went by that these games weren't just, hey, you play a season, win the Super Bowl. You played the season, won the Super Bowl. You had to draft new players. It Everything carried over. So oh, it geez. was, it became what they called a franchise mode, which is like, 
you start with a player every year they evolve. So let's say you start with a, a guy that's 30 next year, he's 31, 32, and slowly his stats start to dissolve, you know, and it, these games got really complex, almost from a wait, role-playing wait, standpoint. Hang on, hang on. Within the game itself, as time passed and seasons went forward, the players like degraded, like dude's knees went out or like his stats went down. Like Not only that, they go up and down based off. So because in the real NFL, you grab a rookie. They're only so good. They make this that, you know, you, you draft a player, you know, yeah. It, it, and essentially, let's say they come out of the game and they're an 80. Their overall rankings an 80 out of 100 over okay. time based off what they do in the games and how good and how many points they score and whatever like that, they can move up. So you could throughout the season, maybe they end up the season with an 83. And then the next year they come into the year at an 85 because they did workouts or whatever, whatever, you know, and there's many games where you could assign points to certain players to get them better or so forth. But as they age, stuff would dissolve. So like you might be at the peak, you might've got yourself up to a 93, but now you're older. So you're down to a 90, you know, and so forth. So, and slowly but surely, they'd have to retire. You'd have to draft. And that's what made these games horribly addictive for me, right? It's it's in what probably makes you as a, you know, a role-playing guy, like, also enjoy making characters because you can make them better, this and that. Create, oh, yeah. You know, you so, try different combos and different things. And, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it is the equivalent of sports role-playing is what we did. And it's the funny thing is, like, the games didn't matter that much. Like, the you know, it's not – we were playing against computers. Sometimes we played against each other. And the games mattered to an extent, right? But right. they didn't matter as much to me. What I enjoyed about the game was the evolution and creating of the players, the teams. And the funny thing is, everybody else – you know, played as the Steelers or the Falcons or whatever. And of course, right. me being the oddball would take, um, I would take the Houston Oilers, which or the Houston Texans at the time, which was a brand new okay. team in 1999, I think. And I would relocate them to Bridgeport, Ohio and create the Bridgeport <laughs> Bulldogs. All right. All okay. Right, so, uh, which, so I would, the, for those folks, not, not familiar with, you know, upper Ohio Valley, sure. Local sports. That was the, that was the town directly to the south of us, their high school. Pretty small team, too. Like, just yeah. just like underdogs to, through and through. And I have more Bridgeport Bulldog stories I could share with you. Um, <laughs> to tell you the truth, it is probably the perfect, perfect time for this, and we can spin off. Let's just put it this way. There was a... There was a sports high school forum site. So back in the day, it was more like a chat and stuff like that. It was a right. forum. It was a com- It was a. It was what Reddit would be today, but it was only for high school okay. sports in the Ohio Valley. Okay. Um, little uh, junior senior Eric Hersey was a troll, no doubt about it. I, no. I was, was no. the worst, and and but I wasn't malicious. I was just. You know, I was just ornery. So I'd get on these things and let's face it. I, and to this day, I still think it's a little weird for grown adults to care about that much about high school sports. If your kid's not playing, if this is your passion, that's fine. You uh, continue to listen on please, but understand that you're going to be offended. I think it's a bit weird to go on a forum and talk about a high school kid that you have no relation to being better than someone else. Like I just oh, think it, it's weird. That's, well, that would be weird if it were professional or college but for it to be a high school level that's that's not just weird that's that's creepy exactly in my opinion that's <laughs> same same know, here so so 
As so I say. apologize. We don't want to offend anyone, but that is something I will stand by. So there's these. Yeah. There was a website solely. That's what they did. People go on there and they make a thing. Hey, what's this guy? I don't think he should be the starting quarterback. I'm like, you are an idiot. So ultimately, <laughs> what happened was uh, Bridgeport Bulldogs. Um, there was always a there was always a magazine that came out, and it was the like pigskin preview. And it came out by the newspaper, and it would preview all of the players for each team. Not all the players, but, like, highlight the main players, the seniors and whatever for, for the each team. For the local local Correct. high school football games. Okay. Yes, it's still it's still by far probably the most popular newspaper article that they sell. Like, they sell it. They might even sell it by itself now. Um, but, you know, you'd go through all the OVAC, which is the Ohio Valley Athletic Conference, and you'd go through. And, you know, my friends, you know, from high school were in the Martins Ferry one and stuff. Well, I go to Bridgeport, and they highlighted several individuals. Um, and just being a normal guy, I went, and I'm like, they had four guys' pictures, and I deemed them the uh, the four horsemen. Uh, and I went on these <laughs> – I went on JJ Huddle, which was the the website, and I just started writing narratives about how Bridgeport's the team to beat. I'm like, they have the four horsemen, and and people just erupted. I still get to this day. There's some people that are just they know me for the chaos I created on JJ Huddle because I just used a <laughs> fake alias, right? I ended. I mean, long story short, I got kicked off of JJ Huddle. Not for being mean or anything, but just basically like calling people out. And I'm just like, you don't understand. So with with that being said, that <laughs> obviously bled over to the Bridgeport. That's why we created the Bridgeport Bulldogs on Madden, and I created the Four Horsemen. So, Todd, okay. would you like to know who the Four Horsemen are? Please. I'm I'm, okay. I'm dying to know. This is this so, is crucial information at this point. Well, at this so you have to understand my brain is still very much pro wrestling brain. So all these have their own personas and characters, right? Oh yeah, of course. So and these are based off real people. So I apologize if you are one of the four horsemen. I honestly, if anything, I was your best promoter. So don't don't come at me now. Um <laughs> Because this was all done in fun, and I actually really promoted the crap out of you guys. All right, so we have the quarterback, and he was primetime Vince Stemkowski. All right, so primetime Vince Stemkowski was a left-handed, very fast quarterback, um, which was almost emulated off of the Mike Vick quarterback craze. He was a uh, – Mike Vick was left-handed and very fast, and he was kind of like all the internet buzz when he first was on these games. Very okay. difficult to defend. Um, but he was prime time, which is the nickname that Deion Sanders also had. So he was kind of okay. arrogant, cocky. He was the, you know, um, he was uh, originally, you know, for the Ted Lasso fans, uh, he's he was the Jamie Tart, 100% okay. of Jamie Tart, okay. right? Okay. First season. Um, but he was just, you know, and that was prime time Vince Simkowski. And, and honestly, on J.J. Huddle, I would talk about how nobody could stop him. He's just entirely too fast, <laughs> and no one will be able to stop him. I said, this guy should be playing, you know, college football right now, and he's in Bridgeport, Ohio. Sign him now. And people would just <laughs> erupt, erupt, erupt in, in anger. Um, and so let, let, me, let, me get, let me get this straight. The name is an actual person. You were on a forum from high school. You were on a forum with an actual talking about actual like the personality and stuff you're attributing. That's that's your I have no idea. That's your fantasy. Never, never been stem county in my life. Any of these four horsemen, did you ever meet or have any interactions or know anything about them other than that? They were Bridgeport High School football players. Okay. Uh, uh, the workhorse, uh, Rick Lay, uh, I had interactions <laughs> with, um, I have no, I don't know, but I just said he was the hardest worker 
Like there's nobody that was a harder worker than Rick Lay. Now to that, to, is that true? I doubt it. Um, I played basketball <laughs> with him. Uh, he's a transfer from Martins Ferry over there and he was their running back. So I'm just like, it doesn't matter if he's any good. He will outwork everyone. I said, if, if, if he needs, you know, if it's fourth and inches, he's going to get those inches. It doesn't matter. I said, and I, I mean, I was really I'm like, you, you're going to, I said, you better just stack the box. I said, I, you better enlist the entire squad to get out on the, the field because he'll get those inches. It was just that <laughs> elaborate. And these adults would take me serious. All right. So that because you're so are you are, are you're in high school at this time. These are your peers oh, the, that you're, these, you're the, talking up or whatever. Absolutely. Correct? Yes. Like yes. you had a good reason to be on this site and talk about people, even if you sure. didn't know it. Like I, you well, were at my, least a high school. You had that excuse. Listen, all like, my friends that are also in the class are looking to see if their name's mentioned because it's like they're celebrities. You know, when you're a high school football player, you want to see your name. Like, oh, this guy's oh, yeah. great, blah, blah, blah. So, like, all my counterparts, the friend, my friends are good athletes for Martin's Ferry Sports. So these are the Bridgeport, and they would just – I'd just stir it up, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, so so we talked about – so that's Rick Lay. And then you have the hardest hitter in the Valley, and this guy's name is Bull Drummond. And he was a middle linebacker. And literally, I mean, I would every week I'd be like, you better get a doctor on site because there's going to be a lot of concussions. Because if you get hit by Bull Drummond, you might as well just you might as well put that guy on the IR because he's injured reserve for the rest of the year. So just watch yourself. Uh, so that's the hardest hitter in the Valley, Bull Drummond. And then this other one. And I don't know this gentleman at all, but he was billed as 300 pounds. And I think his name was Jared Smith, Jared Smith. And I just say 300 pounds. I said, beat 300 pounds. You can't. And, and like they would, people would come back and be like, and I'm like, listen, he's the whole line. You normally teams have five people on the line. We have 300 pounds. And, and it's, that's, and that was just the notion. And, and I, that was the four horsemen. And I promoted the crap out of them. And it was probably 2003 senior year. I think that's the year I did that. But so not only was I stirring up crap on the internet and been known for like, uh, you know, talking up the four horsemen and just tormenting every, and granted, I don't think Bridgeport was very good. They might have won one game that year, um, which makes it even better, you know. Kind of. So, yeah. So, that kind of just the so, well, cherry on top no, it, there. It makes it more fun because after oh, week yeah. two and somebody comes back, told you they're no good. I said no, dude, and I just you know I'd be like, you don't understand. And then I'd probably throw some conspiracies and stuff like that in there, like <laughs> I would. And right. ultimately, ultimately that that and along with a couple other aspects I did that year got me kicked off the site. So. Um, <laughs> So how does this how does this relate back to the video games? Uh, because that's the team that that's the squad. That's how the okay. Bulldogs came. So I create those players. And as we played these seasons, essentially, they would have theirs. And Bridgeport was the best team, man, because I was for whatever reason, I created all the players. So I had not only the four horsemen, but I had all my friends. Right. So different so, positions. So even though you're you're a Martin's Ferry kid. Yeah. Like your whole, like your whole, like your yeah. entire school career, like from, from the time you were a nitty bitty up until you graduated, you were a Martin's Ferry kid. Sure. You still opted to have your main hobby at the time playing the, playing the football video games. Yeah. Your main team for that was for Bridgeport. That is very Eric. 
I must it say. never listen and it never ended if if today I was afforded time the first thing I would do would relocate to Houston Texans to Bridgeport <laughs> Connecticut because that's the that's where they basically actually they give you like slots uh, so I had to pick Bridgeport Connecticut and I would relocate them and create the Bridgeport Bulldogs I would create the four horsemen I would create a spreadsheet and this is what happened in later years because as everyone graduated and moved away and stuff I still played but at the end of the day it became just an air cursey show where I played my games and kind of did my thing um right i'd create a spreadsheet and i would go through my current friends list and i'd figure out who's played what position and and you know what level of skill set so ultimately there was even more of a system in place because i could make everybody like 99s and just have an awesome team and i felt that was cheating so the system that i sold all my friends against right and this is why we got to create our own team and everybody else got to play with others i said all right i'm going to take the worst team on the game And let's say that was the Texans at the time. I'm going to go through their 53-man roster, and I'm going to find out what, how many of each number positions they have. For instance, they'll have one guy that's a 90. They'll have seven guys at 77, blah, blah, blah. So I created a spreadsheet, and I said, when we create our team, we're going to use those numbers to create our team so it's fair. It's the worst team on the league. We're using the exact same things. Now, of course, in Eric Hersey way, um, if their best player was a 90, and let's say it was a – Strong safety, which is a guy on defense that's, you know, it's nice to have a 90. It'd be great to have, but he's not much of a game changer. So, of course, I knew that I would just turn my 90 into the quarterback, which is the most prominent and best position. So I sold them. I sold them on this concept. But no, I knew right off the get go I could cheat the system by, you know, (laughs) some smoke and mirrors. So with that being said, I have and that's the rules that I used every year uh, when we created our teams. I took the worst team. I did this. But. If you had a 90 on your team, I would just give that to the quarterback. If you had an 89, I'd give that to the running back and vice versa. So I could right. kind of stack the deck and make my most position, my best positions, the ones that were the best. So I've done that throughout the years. And I have spreadsheets on my computer probably up until 2000, let's say 2011, 2010, um, where I have like the entire list of who was on my team, what position they were played and what, what their original ranking would be. Mind you, the other hack here was I got to make everybody the minimum age, which means they only got better (laughs) through age. So my entire team was all rookies. So I never had to worry about people, you know, retiring this and that. So, so go figure that I hacked the system. So we were obviously very good. Um, And I continued that. So that, that essentially was the origins of Madden, the origins of the Bridgeport Bulldogs. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, to to share some of the uh, the later day things that I really enjoyed. So through time, NCAA created a football game as well. Okay. Okay. That was that actually sounds... made by the same company. Right. So the cool thing is that is college. Could... Am I am yes. I am I right? That's that's college. Ball. Right. Okay. You could play if you had the NCAA game. You could go in there, and you could play with that and export the seniors, the ones that graduated into madden so that oh. team you drafted would be the players you once played with oh damn. which was next level yeah so so of course what i did is and in this case i was living now this is when we moved to an xbox so now i have an xbox 360 okay. which obviously things have evolved but i played Matt. I, I basically download or bought an ncaa game and of course you could create teams like you do, but this is different. So I can't create the Bridgeport Bulldogs. It doesn't make sense. Um, right. So of course I make the Rayland manatees 
because that's what you do. <laughs> and the cool thing on this is you could actually upload logos and stuff. So of course they had a manatee on their helmet, which was just goddamn amazing. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, I made Arrival, which was the I think the Yorkville uh, lionfish, because obviously <laughs> manatees and lionfish hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. So uh, so I had these two teams, and of course they'd play in a bowl game or do something like that. But the the beauty of it is that you could create you could create players or in the NCAA game. Honestly, is so much more fun to play and so much more oh. um, than the the NFL game. Right. The franchise. Yes, because the way they have it set up is just like in real college. You have to go recruit players and you have to make them offers. And a lot of it comes down to what's your win, who's your coach. And you have to go in there and like you're allowed to spend so many hours each week with certain players. So you had to go through and recruit these players to get them on your team. And then you get them on your team. Then you have to decide if you want to red shirt them, play them, this, that, blah, blah, blah. And okay, what is red shirt? Because to me, a red shirt is the guy who goes down and gets killed. Yeah. Immediately, as soon as they hit planet surface. All right. I'm we thinking that's too, probably not what too this much is. in the no too much in the weeds here for you. But redshirting essentially is you're a good player, but we're not going to let you play this year. So you're going to be a five. So you, we don't need okay. you this year. So we're going to redshirt you. You're on the team, but you're not going to play, which gives you an extra year of eligibility. Needless okay. to say, there's a okay. lot of cool stuff. Ultimately, you play the games, you do this stuff, you try to win these guys, you make these players good, and then you export them to the. Um, to the NFL Madden, and then you draft them. Um, when you drafted on Madden, you couldn't tell what their skill level was. You just kind of, they told you, hey, this guy should be fast, and kind of like recruits going out there. So when you draft a player, you didn't know what their record or like their actual scores were. You, right. When you drafted them, it would tell you, and sometimes you'd win, sometimes you'd lose. You know, sometimes you got bad reports and there would be busts. And it was pretty interesting stuff in general. What I ended up doing for the long run was actually renaming. Um, I'd go through at the beginning of the NCAA year and find all the players that had the highest ranks, and I'd take a theme and I'd rename all them. So, for instance, one year I did American presidents. So every single one of the best players was an American president, right? The next year <laughs> I did rock and roll stars. So like, it, so so when you would draft players, so I'd go, I'd export the draft class. And it would be, all right, the Bridgeport Bulldogs are up to pick. And I had to choose between Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, like all this stuff. And slowly, <laughs> mind you, I would play these games for 10, 12, 14 seasons. By that point in time, all of the real players in the NFL are retired on the game. And it right. is all fictional players. It is my friends because we were all 18 when we we're on the game, you know. So we, we're allowed to play for many years. And just a bunch of made-up video game names of people and a whole bunch of presidents, rock stars, wrestlers, um, just anything you could imagine. And that is the kind of <laughs> game that I want to play. You know, that that is my, like, that is so, that is the best football game. So so here, I guess here's my question in light of everything you've just said. And and yeah. let me preface this by saying I think that what you, everything you're doing is fantastic. And if that if that were the thing, I might have actually gotten into them. How much actual playing of football on these games did you do? Or was it or again, to use the the Dungeons and Dragons reference, did you ever go into a dungeon or did you just make up characters? cool character concepts oh, no. and you've no. got a whole folder full of them. 
No, we played the games. We listen. Okay. We played the games. So I've so I found out how to get the games. I actually have it on a spreadsheet here. I figured out how to make the games as quickly done as possible. Uh, so <laughs> you're just yeah, powering it, through the games to get them done, so you can get back to the, you're the not franchise wrong. nonsense. You are not wrong. Okay. You are no. not wrong. Listen, in these games, they get really elaborate. There were a couple games where you can you could figure out how to charge concession stands. You can get sponsorships what? for your stadiums. You could do all types of crazy stuff. So it was a matter oh of like, God. how much money can you make? And with that money, what can you buy? And how much blah, blah, blah. Like if you got more money, you could do signing bonuses. There was it was so elaborate. Um, yeah, of course, this is this this gets to the point of my favorite, because at this point in time, we have fake players. You know, we have all this stuff. Well, of course, Todd, I relocated every team in the NFL. Right. At this point in time, it <laughs> was course. not enough. It was not enough for me just to have fake. It had to be something completely original and unique. So I actually dug up and found a spreadsheet from 2009 from Madden 09, in which I relocated every single one of the teams. Uh, and then I also put them in ridiculous divisions. So I will give you some of my favorites. Okay. Um, the because of course, you know, there was the Bridgeport Bulldogs, but I relocated Jacksonville Jaguars to Salem and they were known as the Salem cigarettes. And I thought, that... <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. So I've, well, we relocate, the Pit, we relocate the Pittsburgh Steelers to Ohio. They're just a general, probably a Columbus team. Right. But they, you know, some teams are just okay with being like Ohio. Right. So right. they were just the Ohio rivers because of course, <laughs> um, yep. let's see here what else we have. Um, let's see what else I'm looking here and trying to find some that are, uh, oh, my favorite. These are, these are good ones. All right. And, and they make no sense except for I'm moving people to Concord and Davenport. Like, I don't even know where, where's Davenport at. Good question. Either way, we had the team that were known as the yes and the no's, and they were in a very bad, um, you know, division conference battle. You know, we had the yes versus the no's. Um, I moved somebody to Lincoln and they were the Lincoln presidents, which hopefully at that point in time, they got most of the presidents. The this was uh, so this division was fun because it was called the perverted division. So we had we moved people to Jackson, uh, Mississippi, and they were the the puss, which is the octopus. Uh, we okay. had the the Charleston Beavers, we had the Providence Snakes, and we have the Des Moines Cocks, which were, the, of course, they were uh, Brewster they types. Were, uh, yeah, so you can yeah. just tell that obviously Eric Hersey did not grow up much. Uh, no, but there was, no. I mean, obviously 30 teams at the time, and I renamed them all and moved them all around. So there's, so there, there was some fun ones that we had. Um, either way, that was uh, ultimately you can tell that video games sports video games had very little to do with football uh, but mostly about just evolving uh, my own little fantasy narrative uh, and and I think that man I think the last time I played video games probably was when Laney was wee little maybe 2014-ish I recall that my morning routine would consist of waking up playing an hour of video games I like and then get back to work and that's when I started making websites and doing all that jazz again so yeah. uh, and from that point on, I don't think I bought, I think I bought one Madden game through the years uh, and had a high hopes, but never even opened it. It's still in its cellophane. I think I got oh, it on geez. sale on like okay. a Black Friday sale. And I'm like, hey, I should get this. Uh, I should start playing because it was therapeutic and fun and it right. makes good stories and the Bulldogs need to be revived. Uh, and, you know, maybe that maybe that could be a thing. It, but huh. then again, I have all the old games, you know, for what's not in this box here. I have all the Madden still in my possession of my house. So you never know, Todd. You never know. So, and 
so here's my question, right? Mm-hmm. If 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 someone were to to have whatever the late, I mean, what would the latest be? What Madden? Is it, would Madden, it be 2023 20, or is it like a uh, year ahead? 24, or, I think. Yeah, I think okay. it'd be 24. So so if I had Madden 24 in one hand and Tecmo Super Bowl in the other hand, you know, and the systems to play these things on, which would you likely go for? If we're just going to play one game, one, if we're playing one game, we're picking Tecmo. If we're saying you get to play it for a year, we're picking Madden. Okay. Because, I mean, and, and here's, here's the thing. The rumor is, now I'm not sure if you're familiar with the politics of it all. NCAA got shut down, right? I think I okay. actually have the last NCAA game. Because what happened was the players were saying, hey, you're using our likeness in this game in which we were making millions. Pay and us, they're not right? getting anything. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So okay. the NCAA said, yeah, we're just going to shut the whole thing down. Now, over the years, the NCAA players are now getting paid for jerseys, this and that somehow. I don't know the full details of it, which okay. in my opinion, they should. Right. You're I making mean, millions off of their likeness. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, that, that makes sense. I, I, I think that's I mean, I, I feel like people get all bent out of shape because they then consider that to be well you're in college but you're being paid for this so you're kind of a professional at this point and i feel like that's splitting hairs like but if you're doing also, a thing that is making yeah. somebody money you should get a taste of that how about this todd hey instead of you being in student debt for the rest of your life we're just going to send right. you for free because you could it's the same damn thing like right you know and yeah. they're all they were all getting sponsorship deals under the table this and that right. anyway that's what yeah. got many of them suspended so needless to say rumor on the streets is that since that now is not a problem that they can actually create because on NCAA, they were just numbers. You couldn't use their names. So like if it was Ohio state quarterback, number seven, it would just be number seven. That's how it was. Uh, But I believe that they are now since they're allowed, there'll be an NCAA created, which at that point in time would make me say, Hmm, NCAA Madden, maybe it's time to pick it back up, get some (laughs) manatees on the field beat some lionfish up and let's get elevated to the, be a bulldog. What do Indeed. you say? And, I, and that's, yeah. that's truthfully what might actually get me back into it. Uh, and, uh, and I wouldn't be sad about it. So, but that is the evolution of my video games mixed with a nice JJ huddle narrative. I hope you <laughs> somewhat enjoyed that. I found it enjoyable. I thought that was, I thought that was great stuff. Even not being a sports ball guy or playing those video games. I just, I can appreciate and enjoy your your dedication to the the backstory and the 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 evolution of I mean I guess it, like you said pretty early on it goes back to your you know your pro wrestling roots to where everyone has a story <laughs> and some sort of you know flashy whatever to them um, yeah pretty much yeah pretty uh, much so Todd if if anybody ever asks uh, you were when did you, whenever you moved back to the Valley, you became a part of the squad and you were a free safety. I was the strong safety. Oh. So when people tried to throw footballs our way, uh, we would uh, beat the crap out of them. So just let you know that you did make it on the video game. I don't know what oh. year, um, but that uh, the Hersey boys were defending the backfield. <laughs> as we do. That's Excellent. It. Fantastic. Well, Eric, as we, defend the backfield on the back roads to go back home. Thank you for, for sharing all of the delightful video game sports ballness with the group. Thank you group for hanging in there in the stands, listening to Eric tell his tales. And until next time, I hope y'all have a good one.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Thank you.